Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Ambrosia Matthews. I'm Alexa. And today we have a beautiful guest. We have had her on the podcast before. She is an intuitive and she also channels Miss Shira. Hi, how's everyone? Uh, doing good. We'll speak for them. I think they're all, um, they're I think all doing great. Everybody's doing, doing great, great and good. asking WTF. Yeah. Basically asking everybody. What the fuck is going on? with all of the ufo sightings and um this is a topic that a lot of people have asked me to make a video about and a lot of people have um asked me personally and i've talked about it with some people and i like to get my intuitive friends insight and shira is one of my intuitive friends that i asked today and i was like you know what let's make a podcast about it yeah Wait, so fill me in. You guys have already had a conversation about so, this. I've had a conversation about this with everybody. But... <laughs> Wait, real quick, just in case people are like re-listening to this podcast years from now. Mm. So basically this week, there have been, what, four now unidentified objects, unidentified flying objects yeah. shot down from the sky. This all started with a Chinese spy balloon. This mm-hmm. that, yes. that was in the sky and suddenly it was shot down. But then there was another object mm-hmm. and it's it wasn't identified as like a Chinese spy balloon. It was just like an unidentified object. And then there was another one that was shot down and then another right. one. And it's like um, they I've seen some videos. I don't know about you guys, but I've seen some videos and no. they don't look like balloons. They look like metallic, like flying objects. So. Well, it's also not, for people listening to this thousands of years from now, it's also not just America, it's also Canada. Canada's prime minister has also made like a huge um, speech and they blah, 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 blah. Okay. So my insight, I'm going to share my insight because I think Shira has more juice than I do. (laughs) So I'm going to share my, my insight first. Okay. So what I intuitively feel is that this is a distraction of some kind. And I think it's a distraction for a couple of reasons. Alexa and I were talking about this earlier. I think there is, it doesn't make any sense that the government would suddenly be like, oh, you know what? There are UFOs and they happen to all be in this one week, just so you know. (laughs) so no big deal. What it feels like is 
someone shaking a shiny object at us and saying, look at this, look at this. <laughs> and there's really something going on over in the left hand that they don't want you to know about. It feels like a sleight of hand trick. Shira, what is your take on this? So I'm getting a lot right now. Uh, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. Um, so Ambie and I were having a chat right before we joined on here and we were and I was telling her about, I, I do feel like I have to share this because they're they're telling yeah. me to share this. Um, I was telling her about a dream that I had and how lately I've been able to wake up in the dream and realize that I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. But then when I, yeah. yeah. And then when coming out of it, I'm actually able to remember exactly what it, that dream was supposed to be about, like what I was supposed to take away from it. And she asked me, you know, when I described one of the dreams to her and I described this like crazy being that I saw in it, uh, she had asked me, do you think it's alien? And I was like, solid question. So I started asking my own guides <laughs> what that was about. And it's just yeah. been like downloading ever since that conversation. So I wanted to give a little backstory about that really fast. I also want to interject and say that Shira is the third person today that I've spoken to that has had a crazy dream that is not a dream, but more like a premonition and more of like stepping into an alternate reality. Yes. Continue on. But did you yeah. tell her about my crazy dreams? Oh, no, I didn't even think about your crazy dreams. Ooh, Holy shit, I completely forgot. And you're like, Alexa, I think you need to up your medication. If you're having <laughs> dreams like this, it's not good. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Sorry, you were the first person to tell me about your dreams. I, I want to go on record and say that I'm an asshole. And I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I like laughed about your, it. It was funny. Your dream was kind of like, it scared Scary. me a little bit. And I was like, I don't love that. I'm not going to subscribe to that. And yeah. then someone else I spoke to um, had a crazy, like exact premonition dream. And then someone else I spoke to today had a dream on Thursday about UFOs in the sky. And then Friday, everything happened. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, well, let me i want to hear it because we're talking a lot we're talking a lot around it and i want to hear it so this is such good clickbait go ahead sorry (laughs) so what i'm getting right now is that we're being desensitized but way more rapidly than previously so before it was kind of like it was very controlled like population controlled is how they're explaining it to me like Mm but not necessarily by maybe the collective agreement more of like uh oh gosh i don't even know if i should say this but like a one percenter type agreement right yeah yeah love a good conspiracy (laughs) but what they're giving to me now is that more and more of the collective has asked for this um and we were always going to receive this and so it's desensitizing us, but rapidly. So wait, kind sorry. Of, uh, when you say this has asked for this, you mean like alien contact? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So let's pause right here. So <laughs> no, there's a timeout symbol for people that are not watching. No, she so, has well, had well, 
We'll I want to clear, process. I want to clear. I'm. This is my role, right? Like I'm the person that takes all the pieces and is like, just yeah. so we know what we're saying here. Right. So Ambi has said. It, so Ambi's was like, I feel like we're being distracted. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shira is saying the collective has asked for this. We have asked for contact. Right. So is it real, or is it not, or is it somehow a weird combination of the two? Combination of the two. I think combination of the two. Okay. Mm-hmm. So are you saying these these UFOs have always been around? All of a sudden the, oh, yeah. the government yeah. is just like, ah! <laughs> you know what I thought about? No. You know what I thought about is, um, <clears throat> oh, my dog's upset about it. Hold on. Um. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> I honestly, like, Here's how I'm seeing this. You know how we are here to really experience polarity at one end of the spectrum versus the other. And we've been experiencing a lot of this like pendulum swing where it's going to just like go from one side and then just rapidly swing to the next, right? Yeah. This is kind of what we're experiencing right now because it's not just, yes, it's not just the fact that we're being shown a distraction from a lot of other things that are going on right now because we are. Um, and that just kind of keeps getting proven and we can go down that conspiracy theory here in a minute, but there's also a desensitizing happening for our greatest good. So Mm. it's kind of on both sides is, Mm. is where they're showing me. Mm. So that's what I mean when I say what I said. (laughs) So what I was, wait, what I was coming up with before my dog rudely interrupted was, (laughs) I agree with Shira, but also remember, and you guys might not have seen this, but the movie Chicken Little. Oh, I never saw it, but I know of it. Yeah. Okay. So the premise of the of this movie is that this main character, who's a chicken, and he's little, he's cute. Anyway, he's cute. Um, he tells everybody that the sky, the sky is, falling. is falling. The sky is not actually falling. It is aliens, and their ships are camouflaged to look like the sky. So they've been there the whole time, mm-hmm. but nobody's known. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, what I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know what's crazy? I never thought about that until this very moment when I was like, wait, you're saying this and you're saying this. Oh, is it a combination of the two? And I was like, how would that be possible? Oh, they are there the whole time. Like we've all been saying, but now the government is like, you guys, did you know? Like, Surprise. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but it's I not think even, the government has su- known. Right. It's not surprise. Okay. It's It's like – Oh my God, look, like as if it's a new thing, but it's not a mm-hmm, new thing. Mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm. total gaslighting, number one, yeah. because like obviously we've all been saying UFOs are real, yeah. but um, so sorry. So let's get, I want to answer the question of, so distraction from what? Because there are some really serious, scary things going on right now. Well, um, that's the part I told you to buckle up about. Is, is this, is it what? Oh. Hold on a second. I have to close. I have to close the door for this. Hold on one. Just, just <laughs> I think we scared her. I don't know what happened, but she had to close the door for something. Oh, oh, because oh, the baby. We don't want to right. wake up the baby. Right. Okay, I get it. I see. Okay, so with the with the idea of what we're being distracted from, Shira, please continue. Go ahead. So here's what I'm getting. There are a lot of situations that are happening on our planet at the moment, right? In in relation to the question you just asked about being distracted from, there's a lot of situations happening uh, globally, and they emphasize globally. And 
with the things that are going on, not all parties involved, and that's how they just put it, however you want to take that, not all parties involved want this much of the truth to come out as fast as it's coming out lately. Um, because we have social media. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. can't control the media. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the what's the greater of the two to release, right? Whether some of the objects in the sky are human made and whether or not some of them are not human made. Um, which they are explaining to me that some of these are not human made, right? Um, the ones they're specifically pointing to the ones that are, people have been recording about, uh, they're showing me something of like with edgy, with edges to it. It's like pointy edges to it. Yeah. It's like an octagon shape. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Shire, okay. This is so exciting. Okay. <laughs> um, they're, they're definitely saying that that one's not man or human made, um, uh, those are the desensitizing ones, right? As in, when we say desensitizing, I'm sorry, I'm speaking for them as like, the, they're saying the word we, so I'm saying we. Yeah, when we fine. use desensitizing, we're using this in a way to raise your vibrational state so you can see or pierce the third dimensional reality because they are higher in vibration, if that makes sense. That's how they explained mm-hmm. it. So we're starting to visibly see it's them. It's like a, it's like a, um, a blending through the. It's like a, um, it's like a halfway point between the dimensions. Does that make sense? It's kind of like that's how I see it. It's kind of like okay, if we can both uh, fix, if we can both see this thing and accept that this thing is real, then we're kind of blending into that dimension. No. So, Ambi, this is where that story I told you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Alexa. It makes a lot of sense. It makes more sense now. Um, do you want to hear about that dream? And then maybe that'll help. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I was telling Ambi about this dream that I had where I was like in my house and I'm looking out my window and things were a little different than they are in reality. But I was looking down at my neighbor's house and there was this tree behind it and it was really, really, really tall. And then all of a sudden I noticed that there was this like big furry, like monster creature uh, type thing that was kind of playing around with the tree, but it was scary, like cute and cuddly and scary at the same time. And it had this like really elongated nose. I was going to say like, like Snuffleupagus. That's like the image I got immediately. Wow. And- <laughs> <laughs> like a little creepy Snuffleupagus. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And then like with these like talons and, but I remember like knowing when I was coming out of that dream that I was just, it's always been there. It's always been there. We just don't perceive it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's not going to hurt you or anything if you don't like mess with it, but it's always been there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is fascinating. And then Mm -hmm. literally about half a day later, I see this video on Instagram of this tree that somebody recorded and it looks like it's moving around and it looks just like what I had saw. And I was like, what? (laughs) Wait, what does that mean to you? And literally it just kind of told me when her and I were talking earlier that it just feels like the things that we have never perceived are starting to become more perceived. And, Mm -hmm. and 
they're becoming more, it was validating if that makes sense, because that was the message I got when coming out of that dream. Yes. Yes. And so it kind of ties into what they're telling me. Totally. Like again, it goes back to the whole thing of the UFOs. It's like, they've always been here. Some people have perceived them. A lot of people haven't, but now more and more and more are. And now the government, I'm assuming the government is who they are is like, well, yeah, of course the government, because that's who's literally saying it, is like, guys, oh my God, you'll never Could believe be the what's one in percent. this. Are you talking yeah. about like, like, like elite one percent? The elite. The yeah. elite. Yeah. Okay. So here's my question though, because again, what are we distracting from? Are we distracting from the crazy, scary thing happening with like the water in Ohio? Yes. Yes. Are we distracting mm-hmm. from like war potentially I think starting? This is this is the reason like I said before. I I feel that if we go to war with China, they're gonna blame it on this. On UFOs. They're gonna say not UFOs. They're gonna say this was spies. This was them trying to get intel. And we have to protect our country. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it has anything to do with that. I actually think it has more to do with money and um, trade and things like that. The water and uh, the natural environment are what we are being distracted from. Mm-hmm. We are killing the earth at a rapid rate, a mm-hmm. rapid rate. And I feel like they, whoever they are, just don't want to deal with people being upset about it. Right. <laughs> but my question is like, um, is it being done intentionally? Like, okay. Oh, is yeah. It, well, for example, is this train derailment that caused all this in Ohio? Was that an intentional derailment or was it just a um, product of laziness and greed and all that? When that initially happened and I initially saw that, I saw damn it that's upsetting so when I was a little kid I grew up in Florida and there were train tracks right by my house and I used to put pennies on the train tracks to flatten them out I did not know that that could cause some serious fucking issues okay I know both of your faces tell me a lot I was a kid I didn't wait I'm I'm double like I'm like my eyes are like bulging out of my head for many reasons. One, because I can't believe that that causes train derailment. But two, right. I can't believe that you did that. <laughs> I didn't know that it did. No, because I, I wouldn't either. I, I don't know that. if it does. I don't know if it does. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Like, is this fact? Okay. Let's Go Google it. Someone, someone I'll, listening to I'll this. I'll Google it while you You talk. Google it. Do research. Can pennies on a real track derail it? Anyway. Or coins. Anyway. The point is, when this initially broke that the train was derailed, that's the first image that I saw. And that's usually a premonition. That's usually like my intuition. What does it Google say, Alexa? Pennies usually won't do it. It has to be a different item. Okay. So maybe my intuition was telling me that it is a different item than someone derailed the train, or it was an accident because I was a kid that didn't know anything. Yeah. Go ahead, it feels. What were you I would almost, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, it almost feels more like a just carelessness, greed. um, And that's what's being distracted from is, like, 
how careless this was and like how unnecessary this is and how damaging it is. And, you know, I don't feel so, I I ordered some gallons of water this morning. I ordered a life straw this morning. I don't care if people call me a prepper. I am a prepper. (laughs) I... In, I I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I said that with so much like, just so much vigor and so much like I am unapologetically a prepper. Yeah, because I should just own who I am. Like, well, here's the thing: if it's the end of the world, I don't want to be here for it. Okay, but I want to have water to drink at the end of the world. Not me. I'm ready. To <laughs> I go. would like to go down a different. Anyway, okay. Let's get let's okay, get back to this. Sure, so, go ahead. Yes, Shira, go. And then I have more questions. Well, this is just, this just checks all my boxes right now because (laughs) I literally, we just did our last episode was about preparing and fear-based thinking. (laughs) Great. This is, Shira's talking about her podcast called Love Always Self. Please check it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Follow, subscribe that she does with her best friend, Carrie. Yes. And we were, we had just literally like i'm sitting there i'm connecting with this being and she's giving me all this information and i was like what the hell and like and i was like how are you not panicked she's like oh it's gonna be fine don't be in fear if you're prepared and i was like what <laughs> so so it's also I how to it prepare comes back to that it always yeah comes back to prepare I can't. Debbie's like, I'm not going to prepare. I refuse. I will not keep extra water in my place. How dare you? I will not live in fear. I'm like, it's not fear to just have extra water. It's like, you know, it's okay to have like an extra thing of water in your car in case you need some. Like, Jesus. No, I won't do it. I won't. You don't have to. You don't have to. But Shira, what are some highlights of like, everyone's going to go listen to the episode. Maybe they should. You should. But (laughs) Uh, well, I only said maybe because maybe some of them are like, no, I will not prepare. But I will not um, prepare. They're like Andy. But what are nope. some highlights? It's like having extra food, like canned, I don't know. What are the, what, prepare for what? Well, so first of all, what they were suggesting, they as in the consciousness being that I connected to, which I believe I've heard that the Palladians are more blue colored in skin tone or perceived that way. So mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. ask her, but that's, that's who I got. I and <laughs> I didn't ask. Um, and so she was giving me all of this information related to being prepared in the sense of, you know, if you're prepared for it, you won't have fear towards it. So things like clean drinking water, right. And knowing how to have clean drinking water, uh, you know, talking to your neighbors about starting gardens, shared gardens. Um, my neighbors yeah. hate me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you can make a garden on your it. own very easily. I could. I tried. Right. I tried. We've been down. Here's I feel my like thought. Mo, I feel like Mo could really <laughs> help with that. Mo loves gardening. Okay. But here's my thought. I'm going to interrupt Shira for a second. I'm sorry. Everybody listening is like, let the guest talk. Anyway, no, no. <laughs> I feel like in the spiritual community, we have had at least five doomsdays that I that I have been here for. The three days of darkness. Does anybody remember that? Mm. That only happened in Texas. God love you guys. But sorry, Shara. you guys lost. Yeah, sorry about that. You guys <laughs> had the recent snow. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this was a couple of years ago. The big snowstorm and blew everybody's power out. Yeah, so, but Shira just had another one. Of those. Yeah, Shira did. So my point is that I feel like this isn't 
one, I don't think it's doomsday. I have more faith in humanity. I think we'll be we'll be okay. And then two, I also think that it's not for everybody. That's because crazy. I don't get a message to prep. So maybe it's just the bigger cities because I'm right by a military base as I say that. Anyone? Well, what does that mean? It, well, if it's a military, then, you know, be hit first. Oh, I thought you were talking about the water. Because, like... No, 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 no. Oh, go ahead, Sean. Oh, you're talking about war. Yeah. Well, what, what are you going to do to prep for war? What are you going to do to prep for war? You're gonna, your <laughs> water's going to save you there? Nothing. Let me tell you something. I asked my husband yesterday. I go, um, I said, I'm worried. He goes, what are you worried about? I said, war. He said, why are you worried about war? I was like, I don't know, China. And he's like, what about China? And I was like, are you not watching, like, whatever the news? And he was like... China's fine. They're always up to something. And I was like, always up to like, he was kind of like trying to tone it down for me, right? Like yeah. trying to be like, oh, things are always going on Just with China. China's war. always, yeah. And I'm like, but that's probably what people say right before things actually happen. And he's like, no, it takes a long time for things to happen. And I'm like, yeah, maybe that's true. I mean, he's usually like very right about these logical things. But I guess the point is that what he said was what and which is the truth is like, well, if there's something that can be done, we'll do it. But if there's nothing that can be done, then what will we do? I mean, like, what are you going to do that you're not going to do anything? Anything that drastic, you're we live in the city. We live right in the city. Philadelphia. I'm literally looking at the, the skyline right now. So, you know, I, I think that's where I struggle with things like this, because I feel like. There's so many threats out there right now that feels so like hard to get your mind around. Like, hold on, how is all of this actually happening? This doesn't feel real. Then I think about our grandparents' generations who have literally been through war, like literally been through wars, Holocaust, crazy things that right now I'm like, oh my God, I cannot imagine that ever happening like that now. But it's, you know, things I, I I don't know that it'll happen that same way if it does happen but obviously the humanity has lived through it before and fought through it before and they've come out the other end I just feel like almost like a, like a child right now who's like no like there's no way I can go through something like that I'm not going to go through something like that and I keep asking like how do you, how, what do you want me to learn from this? What do you want me to take from this? And I keep feeling like the answer from my guides is like almost laughing at me. Like, what do you, there's not, you're not, you're not going to take away a lesson and just right now and just walk back and be like, well, good. We, we got it done then. We don't have to learn. We don't have to go through that. Yeah. It feels like the message I keep getting is like, this is what you came for. You came for this. But I hate that answer. I just want to say I freaking hate that. Anyone else who hates that answer, I hate that answer. And I cannot really accept that answer. I'm just having a hard time personally. And then I'll pass it off to you guys. But I'm just here to say I'm having a hard time personally going from trying to make sense of what's happening and actually taking reasonable action. And then not going into complete feudalism and nihilism of just being like, what What does any of it matter? Why should I try anything? Because it just seems like everything is so, um, it looks so bleak. It feels so bleak. It feels so overwhelming. I feel like the pandemic was way scarier than this. Go ahead, Shari, your turn. 
See, I well, wasn't scared of the pandemic at all. That's I what's know, weird. you crazy pants. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Shira. <laughs> so here's what I keep thinking as you were saying that, Alexa. I keep getting this sense of like, we we do rise up and, and maybe this is a little bit of a, uh, you know, pixie dust element to what you said, right? Uh, but we do rise up. And every single time there's been some kind of a disaster. I watched this in my neighborhood recently, right? Havoc was wreaked on our plant life here and a lot of homes and things like that were destroyed with the ice storm that we had. And I watched every single person come out of their home, see their neighbors for the first time, have this community effort to do a big cleanup, right? Mm -hmm. And that to me was more magical than somehow witnessing a thunderstorm made of ice. So, (laughs) so, um, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of like this does continue to happen. I can't say for sure what I got was anything doomsday. It didn't feel like that. Like I said, the, um, her name was Ara and she felt very calm and very like relaxed about it. Like, oh, it's not going to be like, it's not an end of the world situation. You're gonna, everything's gonna be fine. Just be prepared, you know? And in small ways, in small ways to be prepared, like Mm -hmm. taking care of your body, taking care of your health. And those are the kind of things that she was asking for. You know what it reminds me of? Sorry, just to, I to keep seeing is, please put your tray tables up into the right right position and (laughs) make sure your seatbelt is buckled. And it's like, um, it's like, it might be a little turbulent. Yeah, but just, if you buckle up and make sure there's no drinks <laughs> ready to fly around, you should be pretty fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's literally the feeling I got. I, I do believe Amy, I told you about her and you were like, well, she doesn't live here. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, always, that's always my response when, when we have an ET visitor and they're like, everything's fine. And I'm yeah. like, you're a human. What do you know? And like, yeah. I get really upset about it, but. But I, actually, you know what? The ARC-9 nice. has been saying for the past two years, they've, whenever we've said like, what can we do or what should we be doing? The thing they say is something you just said, get to know your neighbors, get to know oh, your no. neighbors. I delivered my neighbor's cookies, but I feel like during the pandemic, that was the wrong time. Well, maybe you get to know your neighbors through an event that happens and that's fine too. But I think what you shared, Shira, was an illustration of it is like a microcosm of like the greater story, which is like Mm. humans coming together, realizing the true value we have, realizing what makes life meaningful, realizing too that like actually – I mean, I know this is technically trauma bonding, but like when you go through something with someone, you feel so human in a good way. Mm -hmm. You feel Mm -hmm. so connected to other people and it makes you realize like this is living. This is the definition of being alive. And it makes you, it gives you so much perspective for other things, you know? Yeah. So, and, and if we had had that, if you had talked to anyone who's been through anything that was a crazy adventure was scary or was dangerous or whatever, would they have chosen to go through that? If you were like, hey, you're about to go through a really dangerous thing. Yeah, they would probably be like, hell no, like I'm not doing that. But then if you talk to them after the things that they've gained from it, it's like 
you know, a lot of them say like, I wouldn't have traded that. I wouldn't trade that. I wouldn't trade that, even though it might be really challenging to go through. I think humans need challenges. They need challenges to reap the rewards of this life that we're living and snap us out of this like dull existence sometimes, you know? Mm. Do you um, feel like it's a reminder of a of a connection between all of us? There's a oneness and a connection between all of us. It's like our roots. Like trees mm-hmm. have root systems. Yeah, it's I like our that. root systems. Yeah. Ex- explain that like, more that for anyone nice. who doesn't know. That was nice, Shira. That's all. I don't. Trees are for anyone who doesn't know what Amy's referencing. Trees are actually they've found through studies that trees are actually um, connected through their roots in like families. So they're all talking to each other all the time. Like you could be walking through a park and there might be like seven, eight, nine trees that aren't uh, technically connected at all. But underneath the roots, they are all connected and they like uh, live and breathe together like like a family unit. And that's really cool. So that's cool. Can I share something? So today in the Super Bloom coaching. Yeah. Little plug. Uh, someone wanted to connect to my plants and I was like, sure, let's do it. Let's connect to see what we get. And cause we're just playing and having fun. And my plant last summer, I let him go outside. I listed him on my deck. It, we have a very weird relationship, pop borderline, like unhealthy. It's fine. I don't want to talk about it anyway. So I sat him outside on my deck and the wind blew him down and, um, She's like, did he go through something kind of traumatic? And I was like, oh my God, my poor baby, he did. Yeah, he fell over and wow. spoiled him. Aww. So we can communicate with him. It was very interesting. And now everybody knows truly how crazy I am. So good. No, they're conscious. Talk. They're just as conscious as the rest plants. of us. <laughs> Thank God my, my husband is so kind to our plants because I love our plants, but I just like do not think of them. Like I just, I am not attuned to the cycles of plants. I am attuned to the cycles of babies and animals, but not plants, but I love them. But well, if it makes you feel any better, all of these, but the one Carrie gave me are fake. <laughs> oh my god i wouldn't they know they are thriving shira they look great. wouldn't that be funny if we were like Amazing. tuning in and we were like okay this guy is really happy <laughs> i'm like don't tune into this one yeah, yeah. that's not real <laughs> that one's plastic oh good times wow well do we have I any think... questions from the audience um okay so Rachel Marie said, there's interviews with the railroad workers from seven weeks ago. They wanted to strike due to unsafe practices. So yeah, that's going to be a thing. Um, Heather said, I agree. Lots of doomsday is predicted. However, what about the you create your reality? If we stop thinking about doomsday stuff, will that work? <laughs> yeah. It I don't know. What do you guys me. think about that? I think it will work. And that's why I am not prepping. But like you think it will work for you, meaning like you will be in a reality where like it doesn't directly affect you or like, gotcha. Correct. What are your thoughts, Shira? Hmm. Well, you're not going to like what they just said (laughs) with that one. Well, if you don't like it, I won't accept it. Go ahead. Continue. (laughs) There you go. Um, I, I just heard if your higher self put that in your contract when you came here that you will experience that you will still experience that absolutely not no nope, <laughs> i take it back not gonna happen 
yeah. if it's still meant for your highest and greatest good overall from a completely different perspective it doesn't it never feels that way and i i'm i can attest to that but yeah that's yeah that's your yeah. point yeah Sorry. yeah no that that is what i think like that it's uh, yeah i don't know i don't know I don't know. This is all doing like a big number on my my See, psyche that's why, lately. That's why I was nervous about this, but also excited, but also yeah. nervous. Because I get what? excited when I what? Well, I don't want to scare people and cause no mass I, hysteria because our our podcast has I, I mean, millions I, of subscribers. But I, that was a joke. I, that was a joke. No, I, I I don't. I I think it. I think it actually bring some I think through for me talking about this has brought some relief but at the same time it's kind of like I don't know why because nothing has changed you know it's just kind of like the answer is you just kind of have to trust and take a step forward there there's no guarantees in 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 any sort of life I mean the you know Shira's channeling saying it'll all be fine and you know Arcanine has said similar things it's not the end of days they say that all the time it's not the end of days like you guys think it is it's not the end of days that being said it doesn't mean that there isn't pain and destruction and sadness and things going on you know Mm -hmm. and I guess for me like I am so resistant to any sort of bad time that I'm like, well, that's not good enough for me. I want to talk to the manager. Once again, I want to talk to the manager. I want to know who's in charge here. I want to understand what the plan is because I didn't agree to this on this conscious level. Um, So anyway, there's more comments. Should I read them? Yeah, please do. Um, By the way, Shira, I like that even though it wasn't what, probably anyone wanted to hear that was a good message to bring through <laughs> sorry no yeah, no i think message. those are the best <laughs> apologize it was great yeah, yeah we don't need to hear what we want to hear we need to hear what we need to hear so exactly it's not always fluffy yeah, yeah that's um, true. <laughs> judy says when fp con goes from bravo to charlie i would probably show a little concern but for right now i feel like we are good cool what's fp con i guess that's like the no uh, threat level or something or that's what i'm assuming it is it's like uh, a level of something I um, am a dork and just thought threat level midnight. Anyway, I'm moving <laughs> yeah. on. Office fans. Okay, Judy says, yes, community is the focus right now. We've seen so much destruction and distress here lately. And one takeaway I always notice is how much the community comes together, making connections and increasing compassion for one another. Yeah, absolutely. And one other thing I want to say is while I was reading that, I was getting images of my head of like the the, for example, when I was feeling into this whole disaster in Ohio this morning, and by the way, maybe look into it, guys, just because it is uh, contaminating the water in the Ohio River Basin, I think, and that does connect to a lot of different states. So, like, it is just something to be aware of if you're huh. on the East maybe Coast. Maybe just at give all. it a give it a read, give it a glance. Um, it's also so, hard to find information on it. Yeah, so look on TikTok Very because there are people covering it on TikTok and giving a lot of details that there's it's nowhere else. So anyway, um, what I did, the first thing I did this morning, I said, okay, I'm freaking out. How do I stop freaking out? Well, I need to do something to feel more prepared, right? So I ordered, we already have water here, but I ordered more water. I was like, I want, you know, six liters of, six gallons of water, six liters of water, something like that. I ordered that. 
And then I was like, oh, yeah, and what about those really cool things I've heard about? They're called life straws. And basically, they're meant for camping, Mm -hmm. and you can – they filter unclean water for you. So, like, if you're camping and you don't have any other water and you're in an emergency, you can put the the straw into the stream and drink, and it filters it for you so it's not dirty. So I ordered a couple of those, and – So anyway, I just got this image in my mind of like, okay, so let's say the worst thing happened. Let's say the worst thing happened. You have no clean water here. You have to go and like go find water. Let's say I just saw I just saw a lot of people outside like with life straws and like coming together and like cooking outside and like doing all these things outside and coming together and being like, oh, hey, I have a life. I'm just using a life straw as an example here. Here's a life straw. Oh, Oh, cool. I have this seeing people coming together and seeing not just that, but the connection and the realization that, hey, we don't need the things we were relying on necessarily. We could create that on our own. We can, we can, I I feel like what I keep hearing is like necessity is the mother of invention, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like Mm -hmm. when these things happen, when disaster strikes, when crisis strikes, literally that is when amazing things get invented. And so it's like, if we really are building this kind of new world, well, how does it happen? It happens through um, not having access necessarily to what we've had access to and creating something anew with new community, right? So I just kind of got that really cool image in my head and uh, it made me feel a little better just in that moment. So thanks for listening to my TED Talk. Love it. (laughs) Absolutely love it. And that's kind of the best part of of every message that I've received in relation to my own personal anxiety that I've had about exactly where you were, Alexa. Like, wait, why do I feel like this? And if we're all feeling it, there's validity in that. And with validity, mm-hmm. there's community. So True. we're all in it together, right? And we'll come out, we'll come through it, and we'll survive it, hopefully. And like, go <laughs> from there. So. It's going to be great. And if we don't, be we'll hang on the other side and it'll be fine. We'll party. Um, I'm just joking. Um, Shira, anything else you want to share um, uh, just about any of this? And then also want to make sure that you have time to plug your podcast and your services Thanks. and your business, your really cool business that you just launched. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do want to just say that, you know, um, Although it is hard to not be in a fear-based place um, because this is something that we have kind of all been raised in uh, and and feeling the energy that you get from seeing something sad um, or seeing something tragic and connecting to that, it just kind of reminds yourself a little bit that you have you have love and you have compassion within yourself to be sad for somebody else, to have Uh, the ability to connect with how someone else may feel. And if anything, uh, looking at that feeling and feeling that in your chest and when it swells up and you wanna cry for somebody, that's one of the most beautiful parts of being the souls that we are, in my Mm. opinion. So hopefully uh, you do the things that you need to do to prepare for whatever scenario. If you have something that's scary or that scares you or gives you anxiety, do what Alexa did, buy the extra water, right? Buy the buy the straw. Do something that helps you alleviate that fear. Um, and so you can come a little bit back more into your heart center and come out of that anxiety state. Mm. Beautifully said. You're welcome. Yeah. 
how can people connect with you and listen to more of your goodness with you and Carrie, your podcast? And also, I don't know if you're like talking about um, intuitive living. Oh, no. Divine living. Divine living. Yeah. Sorry, I thought it was intuitive living. Okay, divine living. I think it was at one point. We were, I think we were talking about maybe get that at one point. But uh, yeah, no. So you can find uh, Carista or Carrie and I on our own podcast, which is Love Always, Self. Um, so and we do record all of our episodes on YouTube so you can watch them or you can listen to them on a majority of the platforms out there, podcasting platforms. Uh, we also do have divine living style and decor. Um, you want a cool room set up like this? We can help you do that. This is very much for me, just so you know. Um, but Shira I, we do is, interior decorating. Shira is incredible. <laughs> like th- they both are so incredible at like creating spaces. If you're redecorating your house or um, just a room in your house or maybe an office or something, and you want it to like energetically feel good as well mm. as like authentically represent you and just feel like a place you want to be. These are the people to go to literally Thank like you. Shira helped me with my uh, baby room slash guest room like so incredible at what she does. So check it out. How can they how can they um, look at like your your guys's work or work with you? Yeah, so we have uh, a website, divinelivingstyledecor.com. Um, I mean, honestly, you could go to like divinelivingstyle.com or divinelivingdecor.com. It'll, it'll take you there. Uh, we also have an Instagram. That's a little new. I'm getting better at the social media as much as I possibly can uh, with having a second outlet. So uh, you can find us at Divine Living Style Decor. And you're also on TikTok, right? And I am on TikTok. She made me do it. (laughs) (laughs) What are you on TikTok? Uh, All the same handles. So at Divine Living Style Decor or at uh, Love Always Self doesn't have a TikTok. We're just using our personal one. So you can find me at SoBeShy. Great. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Shira, and sharing all of your wisdom. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was so fun. God, we should do ones like this more often. I love yeah. I love talks like this. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. By the way, guys, if you do want to talk to the Arcturians and be like, guys, complain to the managers, um, we, are, we are talking to them uh, with our patrons this Friday. Uh, that would be February 18th, I think. Um, and um, right. yeah, yeah. We're talking to them this Friday um, for our patrons, and uh, we do this once once a month at this level. Um, you can sign up at Patreon.com/slash/InnerBloomPodcast, and basically you get to ask them a question and be like, "What what, what the hell is going on in the world?" And um, so I feel like this month will be a good one because we have a lot of questions. And uh, yeah, other than that, we love you guys so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.